everybody, welcome. This is the first edition of the Video Destruct podcast. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday. Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, January 4th. Uh, it's the evening. Uh, recording this live in my living room. Woo. Uh, in the suburban uh, welcomes of uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Today, uh, we got a three-banger today. Uh, it's me, Dave Rocky. Uh, you probably know me as Hoss. I've uh, been putting up some content this week on the site. Uh, Brandon, our web designer, uh, is here with me. How you doing? Nice to see you. Uh, Mr. Brandon Jones. Uh, he's the one who's been uh, you know, putting together uh, podcast feeds, trying to get a lot of issues that we've had uh, solved. And uh, we're also joined today uh, by Mr. Eric. Lucky you all. Eric Schmidt. <laughs> Mr. He Schmidt himself, Eric yes. Schmidt. I, I feel uh, like I feel like you're going to be beeping out a lot of what I say. Uh, I'm, I'm not beeping out anything, but I would uh, prefer it if you didn't curse a bunch because uh, this is this is a family friendly podcast. I want to say right, video destruct. It. It's it's for the children. It's, it's for the all kids. For, <laughs> it's all for the kids. Uh, but you know, like it's it's for the children, but not within 500 feet of the children. Uh, <laughs> You've been down that path before. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Like it's, I, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just. Try to give a kid a ride home. I don't know. Yeah, you <laughs> don't do that. I think no. when you offered him candy, it made it weird. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. like I had these skittles. Yeah, we're uh, gonna do. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Do. But yeah, uh, everybody's a criminal nowadays. You it know, took exactly uh, one minute and thirty-five seconds for this entire thing to come completely off the rails. Yes, <laughs> let's bring it back in again. Let's do it. Let's sure. All right. Hot drop. All right. Welcome everybody. Woo! Uh, yeah, oh, this is ruined. This, this is gonna get weird. This whole podcast. Well, just, is ru- just, just skip it. Skip just, it. Get to the get to the content. Keep going. Keep going. Get to yes. the content. Video destruct. It's a it's a website. Uh, we sometimes talk about video games and other stuff. Uh, Movies. You know, I yeah, in general. Wow. Uh, give me that Xbox controller. Uh, yeah. Your Xbox is Sorry, freaking out um, right now. My, uh, thank the, you. The connect is the connect is learned sentience and is now yes. <laughs> leaving that Xbox on during this podcast. Probably the worst idea ever. Uh, <laughs> Xbox, you're drunk. Go home. I gesticulate a lot, and somehow we got into my billing information. So I. Uh... All right. Welcome everybody. First episode. <laughs> Take three. Take three. Here we go. Woo. We're leaving uh, all this in. This all this is, is the, going in. Oh, this is the worst podcast, isn't it? Isn't it? I, we haven't even talked about anything yes. yet. I hate the podcast we're making right now. But all right, hey, video destruct. I hate uh, to love it. This is uh, this is going to be a podcast that's mainly about video games, uh, but we're also going to talk about a lot of stuff that we're really interested in. Uh, Brandon is uh, the founder and coordinator at a site called Joust Comics. Um, they talk about comics. Uh, whenever you post stuff up there, yeah, um, so it, you know, it, it's get. I'm getting a lot more content up there. Uh, you know, bear with me. Uh, now I'm working content for two sites. Uh, that one's going to have a lot more content coming in. Um, but yeah, we talk. We discuss. Uh, you know, basically comics, animation, stuff like that. Really uh, dive into that whole uh, culture of everything, and it's uh, it's going to be a fun project. And I hope you guys check it out. I hope you check out uh, Video Destruct as well. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, you know, we've got two podcasts currently. Uh, some of you have already listened to the Schmozcast, uh, our wrestling podcast, which was originally designed to be bi-weekly, but we're going to be doing uh, one of those every week. Uh, we're also going to be doing a Video Destruct podcast every week. And uh, from time to time, uh, it sounds like uh, Brandon may be doing, uh, you know, podcasts of audio or video format for Joust Comics, talking yes. about, you know, outlining and coloring, things like that, and, you know, kind of what's going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, starting at the NFL Combine, 
uh, this year. Some friends of mine, uh, we're going to have another podcast, uh, you know, uh, at another one in the chamber here. Whoa. Uh, it's going to be all about fantasy football. So Whoa, you're dropping, out, we're dropping bombs. You're dropping that yeah. on me. I haven't heard about that. that yeah, so we got a fantasy Blew my football. mind. Yeah, my, we got a, <laughs> my brother's super into that, so. Uh, yeah, like, and there. I, there's a whole lot of people that I'm, I'm really excited to uh, to get together uh, for that podcast. I'm just going to be host master in that thing. I've only done fantasy football one time. Uh, so the great thing about this is that it'll be a podcast about fantasy football uh, football for people who are way into it. And then people who, like me, are real bad or completely inexperienced about it. Uh, so I think it'll be uh, a fun thing to do. But this is uh, the premiere episode of the Video to Shark podcast. Let's do the intro one more time. Hey, everybody. I think we've done we, it. We don't need the intro again. Yes. Uh, we're that was fu- a really good intro. It was. It was. We're it was, five was. minutes in, and, we, yes. and, we, and we're just getting past the introduction. Yeah, yeah, we did just uh, hit five minutes. All right, so yeah. no content for the site yet. Um, yeah, this is the Video Destruct uh, podcast. Like I said, we're going to be talking about games, uh, movies that we're into, TV shows, things like that. Uh, it's going to be a good outlet for us to you know, kind of give uh, some buying information, you know, some, uh, some purchase worth uh, advice. Uh, I play a ton of games. Um, I also watch a lot of movies and TV and hate almost all of it. So, uh, it's going to be a good outlet for you to hear, uh, you know, criticism of all kinds. Like, you know, uh, you know, I, I think we've got some pretty good stuff planned for that, but, uh, you know, top of the show, uh, you know, I think uh, a good way for us to begin this is just to say like, you know, uh, you know, Eric, what have you been playing lately? You know, what systems do you have? What platforms do you play on? Uh, what games have you been playing kind of during this? Uh, you, know, you just had baby recently. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. He's, uh, been, he's, he's pretty much taken over my whole life. Um, <laughs> so how is baby 2.0? Is that like, is that an upgrade it, from last year's game? It is. Uh, it's not a game, unfortunately. It, it, it's my life. And Did it you makes, always lose? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm always on the losing end of that. I'm, I'm lucky I even got out of the house tonight to uh, come hang out with you all and, and do the podcast. I feel like me and me and Haas are here going to have a, a battle of good and evil because he's he's quite the real life heel. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm more of an optimist. I like to believe in the good and everything. And I believe we're going to have some opposing uh, opinions on here. So it should get pretty interesting. We'll need Brandon to tear us apart at some uh, point. I, I'm I'm, I'll about- be here to balance everything out because I am pretty much uh, uh, a, a plebeian when it comes to modern day games. Uh, I don't even own a uh, modern day system. I don't even own. Wasn't the, your last system an, uh, like the original Xbox? Uh, no, well, yeah, but that was yeah. a, that was a birthday gift as well. Yeah, he didn't so even buy didn't it. Even it, buy it was one. given to him, forced upon given him, and it was. And I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun with Ninja Gaiden. However, yeah. on that, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't even own uh, the last generation of video games. I don't own a Wii. I don't own a PS3 or a 360. And I'm I'm the retro game lover here. I would probably say. Because I can just sit down and play some Mega Man and be totally uh, hip yeah. to that and not have to deal with any of the new stuff. I got about 200 so. Super Famicom tapes over there. I, oh, we're, we're, play we're playing those. That's going to happen. That's definitely going to happen. I'm more, of a, I'm more of the, uh, I guess you'd say, the, the PC Master Race. Uh, I, I kind of stick to PC games more than anything. I, I don't own the next or the current generation consoles, the Xbox One or the PS4. I do have a 360, but it's mainly my DVD player as of this moment for the last <laughs> probably six months. I've been I've been really into PC games and found a lot of things that I, I really, really liked. Uh, one of which uh, me and Haas were talking about earlier is called uh, DayZ. Uh, it's currently in its alpha form. You're working on uh, an article for the site about DayZ. Uh, yeah. What, I'm, what have I'm, your I, impressions been so far on that game? I, I really like it. Like, 
Daisy is is my type of game. It's it's zombies. I mean, everybody's into zombies nowadays. I mean, everything's about zombies. I mean, you have Dead Rising Three. You have The Walking Dead, which is mm-hmm. the the biggest thing around right now. I mean, you go on the hot topic, zombies are spilling out of there, yeah. and and that's that's just the people inside. Customers, yeah, yeah they, that's the people inside. That's not, that's not even not even the merchandise on the racks. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, it's it's a very good. It started out as an Arma Two mod. Um, it's it's the mod was okay. That's was, actually in this state. I, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. Uh, in its state right now, that's an, uh, on Steam. It's an early access alpha, correct? It, it's an early access alpha. Um, the Have game they said when that game's going to go into beta or final a, release form. Final release, they stated on their website a very long time, <laughs> which gives you a, a good example of, of what the game is like. You you have to be, and I wrote this in the article, which should be published on a site uh, anytime now. It but it will be. Uh, the glitchiest game you've ever played, but you have to be a huge fan of the mod. It's it's got everything you you possibly want from the mod, but with shinier graphics and even being an alpha game, it's not terrible. It, they they tell you on the site that it's a warning it says if you don't like glitches and you don't like bugs and you don't like bump issues and bump detection and zombies chasing you through houses, yeah. don't play this game. Don't play in the, an alpha. In the patch notes yeah. and in the uh, in the patch notes and in the descriptions. Uh, for the game, have they said whether the alpha that's that's currently existing is feature complete and it's going to be improvements from there, or is that a it, game that is going to have content added to it in addition to uh, smoothing and improvements in that? It way? is not feature complete. There, okay. I played the game the first five hours and then I put it down for about two days with you know life issues again having a kid. Um, and I put it down for two days, and I picked it back up, and there was already more added to it. Um, I got sick in the game. I had to give myself a blood transfusion with another player who was nice enough. About a to, dollar for every time I've had to do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, gets, it gets real sketchy around here in uh, downtown Louisville. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that was just another another feature added to the game, another item, another way you could change things up and add a different dynamic to the game. You get sick, you get cold. Um, it's it's a realistic zombie apocalypse sim. Like if you wanted to live in the zombie apocalypse and you're one of these closet freaks that has Who doesn't eight, yeah has a, a closet full of guns and survival backpacks and food and knives and you think it's all going to end tomorrow and you look forward to this target rich environment. This is the game for you and you don't I need a strong bug out bag. Yeah, so I, I got one. Am yeah. I, so am I the target audience for you, that you, game? I don't I own a bug out bag. You, you I, 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 too, I, right? I think I think you're in the the realm, the circle of, of the target, but. It's it's a zombie apocalypse simulator, and it's and it does its job well. I think that feeds really well into uh, you know some other games we'll talk about later. I yeah. played I played a few zombie games myself, um, but you know I'm, I just I'm here done we go. With zombies, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know I don't want to bro you or anything, but I, just like, got I, I feel like I have you've just been broed. Oh, uh, I, dude, I'm just I'm kind of done with zombies. I mean, Dead Rising Three, fantastic. Walking Dead season two. First episode of that's out. It's great. I hate the uh, Walking Dead TV <laughs> show, <laughs> but that game. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the show. Okay, later. We're, we're not getting into that. No, but I'm just saying, like, I, I think those games are fantastic. But like, man, just pick a new enemy. Like, the idea that that Call of Duty Ghost that came out back in November had an alien invasion mode instead of zombies. I was like, this is perfect. You're super psyched. <laughs> we have moved on. We, to, to be fair, it's 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 just going back to an old idea, alien invasion. Yeah. Yeah, I just want a different 
No, no, no. I, I totally get that. I, I totally get that. But I think I think mummies. Can, can we do mummies? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, well, I was like minotaurs. They're the new vampires. But then it went to zombies. Oh, but, yeah. yeah man, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, what I think is pretty interesting about uh, the Day Z one, uh, from all the things that I've seen and heard, uh, it, it, it it's a pretty good take on it. I too uh, have been done with zombies for a long time. I was done with zombies in media. Uh, for a long time prior to The Walking Dead come out, coming out. Uh, that show kind of got me back into that because it sort of showed a new platform you can have elongated storylines uh, involved with zombies because every zombie movie that comes out is the same thing. Zombies hit, they take over, they hole up in a mall or a house or something. The, inner inner fighting occurs and it all erupts at the end. The, the, every mar- the market is, is oversaturated, but and that's, that's going to cause people to do new and different things exactly and And that that's gonna cause new things like yeah they're gonna use zombies we're gonna use it in a different way like we like let's take um world war z for example movie it's a little off topic from video game i loved world war z a lot of people didn't like it i liked it from the standpoint of instead of a survivor not knowing what's going on being locked up in a mall or a supermarket or a cabin you saw it from the military's perspective. You saw yeah. it from a guy who was riding around in helicopters trying to save people and, and doing all kinds of other stuff. And, and that's what I liked about it was, it yeah, we're oversaturated with the zombie thing right now. And, and I agree, even though I love them, I'm, I'm kind of sick of looking at them myself. But <laughs> I I think this is going to cause people to to think of new ways yeah, to, be to, make, to be yeah. creative, to make it yeah. exciting and make it worthwhile mm-hmm. watching. Cause yeah, I mean the walking dead is, I think is a phenomenal show. Cause it's not necessarily all about zombies. Yeah. It's, the, the main kind of catalyst for everything that's going on, but there's yeah. story there and depth and character. I'm kind of surprised that you that you said that you're that you enjoyed uh, the movie World War <clears throat> World War Z because most people I know that actually uh, went out and saw World War Z um, they had read the book and just said it was just the most Hollywood of all Hollywood shams that they had seen in a really long yeah. time. Well, the book is very much about uh, simply. A political commentary about how the world work, you know, about how uh, inner inner politics works throughout, you know, uh, the you know between country to country. That's really what the what it's about. And it's a series of notes that you read from uh, sort of diaries and things like that. I haven't read it myself, but I, as I understand it, that's how it works. Obviously, that can't work as a movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that, that's what I thought it was interesting. Why couldn't when, it work as a movie? Well, I mean, you know, it's, well, it, it couldn't work as, a, as as what they were marketing as, which was a blockbuster. Brad Pitt. He's, yeah, they, you know, you, you can't market that with with as hot as zombies are today. You can't market that in the movie theater without hordes of zombies running at you. If it's just going to be, you know, a recount of of what occurred. I mean, I, you know. I think you could do it kind of, uh, yeah. you know, as a movie with. You know, yeah. Th- this is just a pitch. What if it had twenty five main characters that were all in the movie for two minutes? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, th- that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, it, it would be cool. But again, like what they what they pretty much gave was World War Z in name only. It's like that '98 yeah. Godzilla movie. It's like it's not Godzilla in any way, but it has Godzilla's name on it. So I'll tell you what. I totally love Godzilla. That for, for the next show, I'll watch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, World War Z, and, okay. uh, and we'll talk about it on the next show. Yeah, uh, that, I think I'll use that as a good yeah. kind of segue into uh, our ongoing podcast, uh, Brutalization of Me Personally, uh, <laughs> where I am going to uh, start watching the third season of The Walking Dead That's TV right. show. Yes, and I'm going to watch two episodes for every I- podcast. 
and and we'll discuss those two episodes on the next show. Yeah. Uh, because uh, as I've alluded to already, I think The Walking Dead is one of the uh, worst written and sadly performed <laughs> television shows ever, starring, might I say, uh, cowboy sheriff, blonde lady, uh, bitchy wife. Uh, stupid kid, um, other dead kid, um, there's, and then... Uh, racist best, guy. Well, racist guy, best character in the opening episode. <laughs> the racist guy, yeah. Well, he, at least he had character depth, come on! And then you had T-Dog, and then racist guy's brother, who they completely defanged in the second season, <laughs> where nothing I, happened for, like... It felt like seventy six days of me watching. I well, watched a marathon of that. Second you season. are you were going to hate the third season because the third season, as much as I loved it, because I, I really like. Everybody the show, said it was a return to form. It is. Is it not the third season? To me, is is slower uh, story wise than I, I believe that the second season was. Like the first season, obviously, it was six episodes of awesome. It was meant to be a miniseries, and it took yeah, off, took off like, like a wildfire. Yeah. I mean, it, it was insane. The popularity. I want to die. I, I know. <laughs> oh, I want to die. It's going to be a challenge. It's yeah, going to be a challenge for you. I think it, oh. it's going to be fun though, because like, look, it, I'm I'm not a staunch defender of that show in every way. I love that show. I think it's I think it's brought some of the most amazing moments in television that I've ever experienced personally. Um, is, it, is it Cowboy but, Sheriff and Dumb the, Kid that get it for you? Is I love. That, I that? absolutely love Rick. I don't yes. know why you hate what Rick so much. What about T-Dog? Uh, T-Dog's <laughs> awesome. You know? Anyway, I'm, I'm not... We're, we're gonna Asian guy and Farmer's Daughter. If I had to t- pick two characters that yeah. I wouldn't want to die, because dude, Farmer's Megan, Daughter, right? Megan yeah. and Glenn. Don't yeah. care who <laughs> any of those people are. I don't want to know their character names. Well... Uh, go, well, anyway, <laughs> just character description for Haas. Just yeah, character, character description. description. Go. I, I, I will preface it just in case anybody doesn't know who Asian Dude is, or if they add another Asian guy to the cast, then we'd be you, Asian Dude too. Oh, you oh. can say character names whenever you want. Th- I don't care though. There again, it's going to be very <laughs> funny to see these reactions because I will probably have the same complaints that he does because I did. I do have complaints about the show from time to time. That season two dragged. Let's not joke around. They were on that farm oh, in the when second. They were on that Yes. The second best character, the uh, the guy who banged Cowboy Sheriff's wife when they killed him off. I was like, oh, this, oh yeah, what? Shane. Oh, yeah. Shane. Shane, Shane, was, Shane, killed, Shane was by far my my favorite character. Yeah. On the part where he yeah. killed Fat Guy in that gym. Yes, that yes. Was awesome. yes. Shane yeah. is one of the best characters on there. It's a real shame that they pretty much had to come to that. Who's Shane? I'm just not even gonna. Who's that? I'm, yeah, I'm just, not gonna. Just, just. I'm not gonna go away through negativity. Game. All right, I'm but, not gonna do this game. All right, but okay. All right, yeah. for next week, the homework. Uh, assignment is going to be for me to watch World War Z and then we'll talk about it next week. Uh, but then the following week is when I'm going to start my oh my my endeavor into watching the third season of The Walking Dead. Right. It, it, it's not as bad as you think, I promise. Yeah. Uh, the second it's, season really is wanna, about the worst thing I could possibly imagine. We really want to venture into that this early. I thought we might want to wait till it's coming back. Well, I, there's no time like the present. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on its way back in February. Is it on, oh, yeah. it is in February. That's February's right. Yeah, coming they, back. they don't have that long of a break. That's I right. I want to bring it to okay. people. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll start a little bit early. We'll people get into here. We'll get towards the end of it, uh, towards the, the premiere. I think so, these people so deserve to hear my vitriol. Uh, <laughs> because it's, much, al- it's always good to have the opinion of the bad guy. Oh That's man, certainly a thing. All right, moving on. What else should we play other than Daisy? Uh, I've been playing. Uh, Actually, you know what? The purchasing decision right now. Daisy, thumbs up, thumbs down. What you played so far? 
uh, if if you really like uh, zombie games and survival games and realistic simulators, uh, zom- it's a it's a thumbs up for me. So if you played Arma before, or you know, are into really, uh, you know, it sounds like uh, strategic and kind of uh, ham-fisted, uh, you know, control schemes. You know, games like the Arma ilk, or a lot of you know, Russian-made games like something uh, you know, in the Stalker realm or Metro. It sounds like uh, Daisy may be a game for it, you. If, if you if you don't if you get it um, get it now if you're really into it. Is that PC it and Mac or just PC? I believe it's just PC for now. Um, get it now because it's it's thirty bucks and the price is it's kind of like Minecraft. The Minecraft beta was fifteen dollars when it came out, and now it's full-blown retail and it's going to cost you. A sweet fifty dollars, if I remember correctly, right now. On thirty. Is it down to thirty now? Yeah, I think it's like I think we sell like card for like twenty six ninety nine. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's only going to go up. If it starts at thirty, it's obviously going to go to a full retail version of probably fifty sixty bucks. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. They're using you instead of having a. Uh a QA team, they got you. Yeah, yeah they're, exactly. they're, they're having me pay to quality test for them. And yeah. I, I could, it's Soviet I, Russia. I, I paid to play a game. I, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, everybody wins. And awesome. I, Other than DayZ, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a uh, a crap ton of Saints Row 4. Like, I <laughs> love that game more than anything ever. I would I'd be willing to strap my kid to my chest and neglect him for a few hours just so I can smack people with the dubstep gun. Oh, dude, I saw an episode of Law & Order about that. Oh, I gotta, I gotta keep my kids in the closet so we can play World of Warcraft. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Wow, too. Yeah. Mazes and Monsters is a far-out game. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I, I had almost two weeks off of work for the, uh, for the Christmas holidays, and, uh, I, I fell into a Law & Order hole, like, three separate occasions. I'm sorry. Oh, oh God, why? Wow. I've never fallen into that It was SVU as well. That's, oh, Lord. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Dude, Ice-T's going to show up, and he's going to be like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's great. <laughs> he, really, he really shows what being a cop killer is all about, playing a cop on. Yeah, cop on the die, 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 pig, die. Catch yes. a little number, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> cop killer! I believe that is the definition of sold out. Central uh, 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 4, sorry. <laughs> we do that on this podcast. Yes. We have tangents, if yes. anybody's wondering about we, that. We get slightly off topic. Uh, it gets weird. Central 4. Uh, Saints Row 4 is, to me, again, I know it's an older game that came out such a long time ago, but uh, we just got it and we played it and I instantly fell in love with it now that I saw that there was a dubstep gun that not only will you kill people with, uh, they dance as they die. And it's <laughs> probably the funniest, that is the only reason I bought that game and then I got into it and it's a pretty standard game, but it just it has fun, it knows what it is. I love that all the different skins for the uh, for the dubstep gun in that game yes. uh, give you a different song. Yeah, different but songs, I'm, I'm different sorry. tracks. The first song, uh, the first the, song for that is still the best song. I, 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 I play it in my car as loud as I can oh, all awesome. the time. Like it is great. My wife thinks I'm absolutely insane because my kids in the back screaming. But the dubstep gun, I can't turn that song off. It's true. It's on. Uh, whenever that song comes on, I just want to stand up and do the Road Dog Jesse James like. Uh, oh. Knee wiggle that. Oh wow! <laughs> I just want to go old school do, and do drop you, the elbow on him. Do you want to do his uh, humping pump handle slam too? I, I don't ever want to do that. Okay, we'll I get was, into that uh, in the next schmoz yeah, cast. Yeah, that, that's a schmoz cast topic right there. Homework <laughs> of the week. Yeah, do the, do the humping pump yeah. handle. You, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, it YouTube it. It is. 
borderline super creepy. Humping pump handle sounds like an adult video. It does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. There's seven of them. Or it's like, you know, something that uh, two ladies are going to want to sell me at 3 a.m. on a public access station. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's from the makers of The Rabbit. Yes. It's a humping pump handle. Man, I watch way too much bad TV at 3 a.m., dude. Yeah, you should yeah. definitely go to sleep at some time. Uh, a little off topic. All this Law & Order's on. Even, even though your Xbox is currently off, it is still creeping me out and feels like it wants to watch me. Yeah. These next-gen consoles are freaking me out. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Dude, you're just living in the past, bro. I've got like nine cameras in this I, room right now. It, yeah, it, it is honestly, I, I feel like I'm get, it's getting a bit creepy in here. I've I'm got awful. my Super NES and I'm happy with it. Brandon is with what his if I told you there was a camera in that? I'd freak oh. out. I would freak out. I'd just know that like the NSA got to us that early. I, you notice crazy. all those like 32 vaud modem sounds coming out of it every once in a while? It's sending pictures back to oh, them. Yeah. I, I was already so paranoid when I got my connect that I had to unconnect it when I wasn't using it. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah, I, I, had, I had to or put a sticky note over the things just because <laughs> I, 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 just because I felt like there was some pervert sitting is. at Microsoft. I'm rubbing my face right now. <laughs> like the eye of Mordor, man. I, I, I feel, like, I feel like there was some pervert at Microsoft just going, let's see what Your Eric's doing. Your phone has a camera? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your yes. computer has a camera? It does not. It what? does not. Do I you have an it. iPad? But no. no. Who Do you have a iPad? tablet? No. Gross. Who does that? But there are. But even if you don't, there's probably like six cameras in your house right now that you're like, oh, oh yeah. that one's fine. But those Microsoft guys, I'm just saying, none of those cameras move. Yes, <laughs> well, the new Kinect doesn't move. It doesn't bow anymore. Does it not do it the, bow? The, the, little, the old one? Did that sweet? See, I didn't know it did that when I first bought it. So as soon as I get it, I try to adjust it. And did I hear you flick it off your TV. Like, oh, get away! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I hooked it up and I set it up on top of the TV. I bought the fancy little extra stand from Rocketfish or Microsoft, whoever made that stand. I put it on the back of the TV and I, I started moving it to where it, would, you know, it was going click, 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 click. I was like, why is this fighting me? What should I do? Like, what's wrong with it? And then. I I let it go and I started going moving on its own. Then I jumped back because it so freaked you, me so out. So you burnt the motor out before you even <laughs> pre- used it the first time? I, pre- I, told, I told my wife, I was like, I think I destroyed it before we even got to play with it. And oh, just wow. like just like every gimmick <laughs> that came with uh, 360, we played with it for about a month and got sick of jumping up and down while I was playing video games. So I turned it off immediately. So needless to say, your, uh, your Saints Row 4 opinion is totally thumbs up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, a little any, off topic, any, yeah. Any, uh, uh, but, I mean, just anything else uh, it, hitting you hard lately? or Yeah, Saints Row 4 is a thumbs up. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of PC games that I'm currently trying. Uh, Dota 2, it's a it's a pretty uh, competitive game. A lot of Russian and Chinese and Asian kids play it. You like that Dota. Uh, it, it, is a, it is a fun, fun game if you're into games to where you get beat all the time and want to cry. And On an all-new multicultural edition Yes, of the video video destruct cast. We're yeah. going to talk about all those Russian and Asian kids. Yeah, all, all the all the Russian and Asian kids that get on there and, and whoop you up a little bit because they have nothing else to do with their lives. That's true. Uh, that's that's pretty much the extent of what I've been playing so far. I've been pretty. Okay, I got one last those. question for you yes. before we move on. Is it going to get personal? Uh, to the to the hot games I've been playing. No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I don't want to get too deep with you, but just throw a number at a board. How much have you spent on Dota stuff? Dota stuff. I have worked the system and I have spent zero dollars on Dota stuff. Zero dollars on zero. Dota? I have worked the system. And Dota, if, if you're not familiar with it, and I won't go on a big rant here, long story short, you get items when you play the game. Win or lose, you randomly get put in items. Uh, like I said, you could be the best player on the team and you might not get Jack. And the worst player who's died a hundred times and drug your team down will get the most epic rare item 
that they have in the game. And what you can do is sell that on their marketplace, which translates into real Steam money because someone else will come in, say, you know, Joe over here really wants those shoulder pads that I have. I didn't really care about the shoulder pads, so I'll put them on Steam for, say, 50 cents. He buys them up immediately. I have 50 cents in my Steam, Steam Marketplace, manipulating the good stuff. Exactly. Uh, you know what I've Working actually the done system. is, uh, you know, speaking of selling stuff on the Marketplace, um, during the Steam sale, which just went on, did you buy anything during the Steam sale in Daisy? I, I bought a lot of stuff, and now my wallet is empty. I feel like the Steam <laughs> sale came in and beat me and took all my money because I, I bought a lot of things. I haven't played them yet, though. I haven't got a chance to get to them. I bought, uh, there's a, an, a Hoss is going to roll his eyes, a, uh, another zombie game that's in Alpha. Whoa! <laughs> uh, it's called Contagion. Uh, it's 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 more of a first person shooter. But well, that sounds like a banger. Yeah, it's 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 super fun. But it's <laughs> it's a it's a supreme multiplayer, uh, thirty two man zombie survival thing. All right, so that that sounds like it could be instead okay. of usual four, and you can you actually fortify houses. Mm-hmm. But it, that's also still in very very early beta. So it, it is. Bugging. How do you feel about the early access stuff? I I kind of feel like when it was one or two games that was doing early access, I feel like. Uh, you know, it was a worthwhile thing, and it was exciting. And now that it seems well, like almost everybody's doing early access, I feel like, uh, you know, at, at this point, so many people are paying for games that aren't actually games yet that I feel like a lot of people in the end, uh, just like Kickstarter last year when that really hit off with, uh, you know, uh, all those games getting kickstarted, uh, you know, like the new Shadow Run was that way. I just I feel like a lot of this early access it, it may end up just burning a lot of people I, with I, incomplete I, games and bad games. I feel that early access um, they give you plenty of warning. The the games that don't give you warning and say this is early access or an early beta are gonna piss people off. But like Contagion Steam sale for three dollars. And it tells you it's early access, and it tells you what you're getting. And then when the future update come out, then it's going to be a twenty dollar game that you got for three dollars because you bought into the early access. Yeah, you might not play it all the time right away, but you might check it back, and there's an update, and it's a good multiplayer game, and you're just you're happy to be a part of it. Yeah. The the early access, I think, it's it's kind of like buying a used car. It, it's not new, but you're still getting the same thing for you know a smaller amount of money. So I, I believe that is, is what early access is now, is giving people a chance to play their favorite games a little early. You're helping the developers beta or alpha test it, and you're getting it for a cheaper price. And eventually you're going to get the full retail version of the game, which is going to cost so-and-so. Did you get anything else? Uh, I got Contagion. Um, there's a game called the Stanley Parable. Oh, that game's hilarious. <laughs> That's one of I, my favorite games of last year. I, I've, I, played, I've played the demo for that one. I, I, have, I, I have only played the demo, and it was on Steam sale for, I believe, $10. And I went ahead and got that because I thought the demo the demo cracked me up. And I'm into funny games like that, like the Portals and... And games like this. So, uh, there's a what a coincidence that's that's even built on that same tech as Portal. Is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. it's all that tech. that Half Life Source engine. Uh, but yeah, Stanley Parable. Uh, that's great. I ended up buying uh, a little bit less than what I would normally buy. Um, I bought seven copies of one game. That's Ooh, odd. Why would you do that? I just wanted to get VVV VVV. <laughs> you, you you bought seven copies of VVV VVV. Yeah. Well, I gave six of them away and kept one for me. Oh, okay. Uh, VVV, I see what you're VVV was on sale for forty nine cents. Was, oh. it, was any of those for me? 
Uh, I gave them all away. You jerk. I, sorry, I didn't hear from you. It's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, like uh, VVVVVV is a uh, game that I had on another format, but it was 49 cents, and I like everything to be consolidated in Steam. So mm-hmm. and it was 49 cents for what I consider to be one of the craziest platformers in a while. It ends up looking like a Commodore 64 game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Very big rough, simple, flat pixels. Yeah. Um, and the game's all about gravity. There's northern and southern gravity. Like, you know, basically, bottom of the screen, top of the screen. Yeah, and you no, need to... No jump button. There's no jump. Your jump is to change the polarity for you to float to the top of the screen. Oh, wow. And uh, sometimes it becomes about, like, floating through obstacles and, you know, avoiding things. It, a whole lot of fun. It's a spaceship that's gotten uh, separated from a fleet, and it, you've, it's awesome. It yeah. sounds like it would be a uh, an app game or something like that. Like, that would be something you could do really good with, like, a phone. I, or I a think that... There may be an iOS or Android version of that. Uh, yeah. To my, to the best of my knowledge, it's not. Uh, but that game, even at its full price, is only like five bucks. Yeah. Uh, on Steam, and I, it's uh, it's PC, Mac, and Linux. So I mean, it'll play on anything. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, it's not very graphically intensive or anything. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your your mom's seven year old laptop will probably play VVV VVV. Yeah. Um, that is a cool game. Um, it it's it really harkens back to me being kind of the retro guy. It's it's very old school. Um, but it's got the death spikes, you know, which is in every old school platformer period. The death spikes yes. that kill you instantly, no matter where you go. Yeah. Uh, if, if video games taught me anything, it's spikes will kill you instantly. Avoid, avoid spikes. At avoid all spikes costs. at all costs. Um, it, 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 I believe it was developed by one and of the... use keys to open doors. Yes, yes. that too. Yes, yes. Uh, that, that, that was helpful information as well. Um, but I believe it was developed by one of the top guys at Newgrounds uh, when that when that uh, place first got around. A lot of indie Flash developers doing that sort of thing. The guys from who did um, uh, what is that game? The Knights. Uh, Shovel Knight. Sh- no, not Shovel Knight. Uh, it, was, it was it was earlier. Why am I not? Castle Crashers. That's right. Castle, oh, okay. Castle Crashers. That, that was developed by one of the top guys. Yeah, th- those guys are uh, Alien the, Hom- beh- the Behemoth. Yeah, yeah. I did Alien Hominid, yeah. and uh, you know, which was an old and school Flash game. Battleblock Theater. Their game Battle- came out this year. Yes, Battleblock Theater uh, came out this year. Have you guys played Battleblock Theater? I have not. No. Phenomenal. Is good. I've got it's a good. copy of it, and sometime we need to just sit down and four of us play that game. Oh yeah. It's, a great time. Absolutely. Um, we need it, the fourth friend, though. We need the fourth friend. Who, who's I, our fourth friend? I don't oh. have any friends. Oh, God. We don't oh. have a fourth friend. <laughs> we'll find somebody. Oh, well. Just call out to everybody out there on the internet. If you want to be our friend, uh, like, comment, and subscribe, and, and join our thing, and whatever, you can be our friend. We'll, we'll send you play. emails and we'll, maybe we'll flowers. We'll play Battle Block and some Castle Crashes. It'll be awesome. Have Follow me on Twitter, please. Please, <laughs> It's, it's at Hoss underscore buddy. <laughs> Hashtag I'm so alone. <sighs> All my tweets are just like me tweeting to celebrities going like, I, I'm one of you guys too. <laughs> I, have a, I have a podcast. It's isn't super that, It's super followed. Isn't that essentially what we're doing here anyway? No. Yes. No, I, no, I, think, I think we're doing it just because. I feel like what too. we're doing is far less flailing. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, so that that's, uh, what else did I pick up? I ended up pick up Civ, uh, Civ Five. I oh, was yeah. a huge Civ Four guy, and somehow never got around to playing Civ Five. Uh, didn't pick up the expansion; it was on a flash sale. I just went with standard Civ Five. There's more than enough game for me, uh, given the way that my PC gaming has been lately. I'll play that game for about twenty to thirty hours and go like, "This is totally awesome!" And then go, "I have other things to play." <laughs> um, so I figured yes. uh, spending an extra like seven dollars or whatever on that was probably not the best use of my funds. Uh, but I'm really glad I finally picked up Civ Five because uh, Civ Four and Civ Revolution. Uh, were just are two of my favorite games of the last decade. Um, so I picked those up, and 
Yeah, let's kind of oh. lead into what I've been playing in my holiday haul. I've bought a lot of games in the last lot, couple of months, you guys. A, two, a, two sick, weeks a sickening Dude. amount of games. I, uh, oh man, I, I bought a lot of video games. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of, uh, I've got a PC that's not necessarily super modern. Um, you may hear my dog sneezing. She's sorry. She has a cold. <laughs> I've got yeah. a PC that's not necessarily brand new. I've got a Mac uh, that, uh, that we're recording this on. But uh, I've also got a PS3, a 360, a PS4, an Xbox One, a Wii U. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty current as far as uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff goes. But, uh, yeah, so uh, other than picking up uh, the next-gen a, a, a Neo Geo uh, cabinet right beside you? Yeah, uh, I've got a Neo Geo uh, arcade cabinet. Uh, so if anybody wants to come over and play... Some street hoop or wind jammers or anything like that. Feel free to give me a call. A lot Sam of show. great classics. Yeah, play some Sam, Sam show. Sam <laughs> I'm always down for some Sam show. Uh, so yeah, th- I think that could be a, a video feature in the future. Uh, is uh, us having a uh, a cash game on Sam show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me just tossing down five and being like, "What now?" I, I don't know if I can afford a five. Maybe a maybe a. Maybe I, Washington. I, I have a question for you, Haas. Yo, uh, I Haas just let me play his Xbox One and playing a couple games. That's your there. first experience with an it, Xbox it, One. It Where's was. It? It, I, I liked it. It uh, reminded me of my terrible Windows 8.1. Um, so a little bad memories with the layout, but you know it's Microsoft. What are you going to do? They run everything. Um, but the games were other than we we're talking about the obsessively long load screens. Uh, uh, that believe it or not, that's present across both platforms: Xbox yeah. One and PS4. Brutally long load times. Yeah, it, it, I, honestly, I felt like going to get a drink in the middle of a load screen, which is which is terrible. But the games were great. The the download only Killer Instinct game, which I was a Killer Instinct mark from the very very beginning. I love those games. I love fighting games in general, but Killer Instinct was was my go to, and uh, I played that a little bit of that. Got a little Saber Wolf action in. I felt pretty good about it. I, I got Haas a couple of achievements. Because he never got played his Chivos, bro. Yeah, Chivos, bro. Uh, he never, uh, he never played Saber Wolf, so I got him a couple of achievements. But then I played Dead Rising Three, and it from the twenty minutes I played while we're getting this all set up, it was awesome. And I was just going to ask you about it and what your thoughts were on it. Yeah, Dead Rising Three. I think that's probably uh, as good a place to any. Uh, Back uh, to the zombies. To start with, Back uh, to zombies. <laughs> my love. If you can't tell, the zombies. Um, Dead Rising Three, uh, sequel to uh, two of my favorite. Uh, Xbox 360 games. Uh, Just like with this generation, I was a very early adopter uh, of the Xbox 360. And uh, Dead Rising, the original game, was uh, one of the early bright spots uh, of the Xbox 360's lineup. That and the original Lost Planet. Um, They ran on that MT uh, framework engine that Resident Evil 5 ran on and all those great games that Capcom was making uh, early in the last generation. Um, but yeah, like to, you know, so Dead Rising 1, Dead Rising 2 are, you know, huge games for me that despite my, you know, flagging interest or, you know, just lack thereof, of, uh, of interest in zombies games, you know, you tell me you're going to make another Dead Rising game, I'm like, dude, yes, let's do this. First in line, let's go. I hate zombies, but I love this game. I actually just finished Dead Rising 3, uh, in co-op, uh, with my buddy Todd, uh, who will be in a future, uh, edition of this podcast. Fourth uh, friend. Yeah. Fourth friend. Fourth friend. Fourth but he friend. lives in Pennsylvania, so that could be a problem. And huh? he's got a kid, too. Oh, yeah. that's a trip. No, he doesn't have a kid. He's married. Oh, he's and married. He's, I'm sorry. He's it's pretty author. much the same thing. Uh, big shout-out to my buddy Todd. He just dropped a uh, new book on Kindle the other day. It's called Radio Free Nowhere. Uh, it's uh, worth checking out. It's a short story, 99 cents. But uh, now that the plugs are out of the way for a guy who's not even on the show. Yeah. Um, Dead Rising 3, uh, fantastic. They took Dead Rising and removed it from the mall. 
You know, even yes. Dead Rising 2, which was sort of... Blasphemy, uh, I say. A little bit more open to... <laughs> you know, it, that game was... It was still was in a, a mall, mall setting, yeah. It was still yeah. mall-ish. You know, yeah. there were no streets, there were no cars. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, other than that one car that was... It felt like you were in the drive. courtyard at the Galleria. Like, it was... Yeah, like, yeah That was your open spot. You're at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Dead Rising 3 uh, kind of gives you a wide open city. Um, it's by... You know, Grand Theft Auto, uh, you know, terms as far as square mileage goes. No, this isn't that kind of game. Um, the entire open world city in there is maybe as big as one island um, in yeah. a Grand Theft Auto game. But okay. still really good size for a game like it's respectable, that. respectable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's a lot of really fun collectibles in that game. You know, there are trophies of Frank West, the star of the first game, uh, that you have to find. Uh, you know, ZDC, the zombie... Defense something something. Uh, there's a bunch of speakers around town that are talking about you know get chipped you know stop taking Zombrex it's the law and uh, you know so it's, it ties back into that uh, Dead Rising two storyline of Zombrex being yeah. this cure um, the most annoying thing ever with a little girl yeah yeah oh come on Katie who doesn't uh, love Katie I, I loved her but she was it was terrible getting that alarm to go off and I have to give her Zombrex now or I'm gonna everything's gonna die and destroy and I hate my life and, did you bring her all the toys. In Dead no. Rising 2? No. Yeah, you totally, like, all the big stuffed animals? Oh, yeah? Bring those back to her. Really? And she'd be like, ah, ha, ha, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, whenever you give me an option to, uh, to, like, make a kid in a game happy, I'm always like, I want to do that. They're adorable. Um, <laughs> and in real life, I'm like, get your kid away from me. Uh, you give me a video game. Video game kids. They're yeah. cute. Because yeah, you can turn them off. Yeah, <laughs> I can just go, all right, I have the things. I have to. We're, we're Katie, Life. we'll talk later. I'm going to go save in this bathroom and get out of here. Um, <laughs> but Dead Rising 3, fantastic game. Uh, you know, I, it, it's probably one of the games that feels, uh, out of this, the entire lineup between the PS4 or the Xbox One, uh, that feels closest to what I would consider to be a complete game. Um, there's no parts that you look at Dead Rising 3 and say, well, when the next one comes out, they're going to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. The flaws that are in there are flaws that have always been in there. They finally got rid of the load times. Once you load the first time in that game, it never loads again. That's pretty cool. That's it. With all the hordes of zombies, it never has any kind of a... You don't escort people back anymore. One of the biggest pains in the backside of Dead Rising, you know, throughout its entire life has been, you go and you save these people, and then you have to walk them back to the base and go through, like, two load times just to drop them off, and then go through those two load times again to get back out. The second most annoying thing next to giving the girls on breaks. Yes, escort, <laughs> escort missions are terrible. Escort missions are always bad. Through hordes of zombies, they make it worse. Yes, I, and I agree. I, Dead Rising Two, I, that was my biggest downside to it. Minus, like I said, giving Katie the Zombrex was having to go find uh, Cowboy Willie in the courtyard fighting off zombies with an <laughs> yeah. umbrella, and him coming back with me, and me have to call him eight hundred times to go through a load screen, to go through a door, to go shiny. through a load screen, to yeah. crawl through a tunnel vent, to yeah. come back home. Don't you ever say anything bad about Katie again. <laughs> she needs that Hoss is very defensive about I, Katie and his virtual kids yeah. I just throw my kids in a crate with some water and jello they're good they're you right. gotta go play that World of Warcraft there I, you go it's a callback yeah it is <laughs> escort missions are always the devil the only thing they can ever be is passable and non-intrusive but they're never fun never no. have you ever played an escort mission where you're like an escort mission woo 
Yes. That was kicking, man. Can anybody think of any moment in gaming where that's happened? Where an escort mission has occurred and you're like, I am glad that existed in this game. And not, well, that wasn't so bad. This may be nitpicky, <laughs> but I can think of one one experience out of all the escort missions I've ever done in my entire life that I thought, that was really freaking awesome. All right. Uh, Infamous 2... The streetcars, where you had to stand on top of it to power the streetcar with your electric power. Okay. okay. But you would have to get off to fight certain enemies. Uh, and to get the thing to move again, it was kind of like uh, that mode in Team Fortress 2 where you have to stand near the cart to make the thing move. But if you walk oh, away... Oh, I hate that thing, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like that, except, I don't know, for some reason, I, dude, just, any opportunity to play Infamous, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> that on- <laughs> I, that I, honestly sounds horrible. I have crazy electric hands. <laughs> I'm like that stupid guy from Star Wars my, my, with the my, hood. My favorite yeah. escort mission it was in Saints Row 4, where you just you sit in the helicopter and you blow people away. And just to save the car, and the whole time I was thinking, man, I can't wait to get to the next thing. Yeah. This is fun, but man, escort missions are terrible. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go. Yeah. I, I don't see anything. I loved every minute uh, I've ever played an Infamous Like, game. maybe Ico? You remember that one? Ico? Ico? Maybe, yeah. That whole game, that whole game yeah. is the whole game. Mission. The whole game is escort mission, but that was, that was kind of the allure of it, and that's what a lot of people yeah. thought was great about it. Uh, it was uh, beyond passable. Was her name Yorda? The, is that the, her name, Yorda? The reason that was passable, I think, is because... That was deliberately tied in to the design of the game. Yeah. The gameplay was based around it alone. It didn't interrupt the gameplay. It's okay. what the gameplay was about. You but know it, what I mean? Is, yeah, and, it, and no, it, it's a perfect. It's a perfectly fine uh, point. Absolutely, I think that's one that you could say that's an escort mission, and it is. Um, but the reason it is good beyond the other is because it doesn't interrupt. Good news, everyone. <laughs> oh, those missions don't exist in Dead Rising Three. All right. Hooray. Yeah. Awesome. Right. <laughs> back, back on track. Uh, yeah, I was so, on track. I, I brought up a new subject. But yeah, the game looks great, uh, especially <laughs> at nighttime. Uh, you can get thousands and thousands of zombies on screen at any given time. No slowdown. Holds pretty rock steady to 30 frames. I don't have a capture kit yet that's going to tell me exactly how many frames it's spitting out. We're going to get one. Feels pretty rock solid, though. Okay. Um, that game is uh, it, It's definitely it's a complete product. Uh, no matter what system that would have came out on, that feels like a completely 100% self-contained, great product, good length out of it, good reason for you to go back and play it again. It's got extra modes, nightmare mode. Um, yeah, I guess the one other thing I would talk about is the difficulty of the game. A lot of people have uh, had issues with Dead Rising and Dead Rising 2. Of The way that that game save system works, uh, it's all hard saves. You need to go to the bathroom to save, and that's how the game works. Well, the normal mode in that game... Um, does two things to the difficulty. Um, you can do the main story missions whenever you want. As long as within the five days or whatever that game is, you complete all seven chapters of those missions. Hmm. You could do them at the start, just do all seven, and then the game's over. <laughs> you can finish the game in a day uh, if you really? wanted to. Um, so you can do those whenever you want in normal mode. Um, and then just the the only things that are timed are the random events, like psychopath missions... Saving people missions, those types of things, yeah. are the only ones that are actually timed. Um, yeah. The you can do the main missions whenever you want. Um, and at first, you're like, "Well, I get, I need to go do these main missions because oh, what if I run out of time? You, way more time <laughs> than you want to do." Yeah, um, but yeah, Not like Majora's Mask. You got three days. That's it. That moon's gonna come crashing. Moon's into gonna the crash earth. down. No, uh, but yeah, uh, Dead Rising Three. Uh, the other thing I'll talk about is that uh, in normal mode, you can save any time. You can hard save. Whenever you want. 
you don't need to go to a bathroom. You just hit start and click save, and it's saved. Um, so that game, and it's even got checkpoints and bosses. So if you die, I only died once on a boss ever in that game. Uh, but the first boss in that game, I died halfway through the fight, um, where the boss basically, when he does his ultimate form, mm-hmm. uh, I died at that part, and it just put me in the middle of the, the boss fight again. Uh, so okay. that, that's something that that's old nice. Dead Rising, first of all, you'd have been way back at the base, probably an hour lost in progress yeah. um, in the Ouch. old Dead Rising. So that doesn't exist anymore. Um, but Nightmare Mode is still there if you want to do that. Uh, you know, it's still, you save in the bathrooms, there's specific times for you to do the missions, uh, and it also, uh, you can actually bring your character, uh, like, I'm max level at level 50 with all the upgrades in that game, I can take him into Nightmare Mode. So I can crank that game up to the hardest difficulty, take him in, I've got all my blueprints, all my ultimate weapons, and just hop in there and be ready to go, uh, just rip Nightmare apart. That's actually what I'm going to do next. I think before I really play much more, I may do another playthrough of that game on Nightmare. I I think that game's pretty awesome. Dead Rising 3, bam! Uh, I'll give it a thumbs up out of a pumpkin pie. I don't know, we don't have a rating system (laughs) yet. We're going to rating system, yeah, it's, it's... It's good. It, it doesn't appear to need that much. Uh, I don't know if there's any downloadable content for it yet, uh, other than maybe costumes or extra skins or anything. Have you seen anything like that? Uh, there was the day one edition stuff, and there's a season pass. Okay. okay. Uh, they just patched the game recently. There was a four gig patch um, for the game uh, that added achievements for the DLC, and it also added uh, the, the first uh, set of content for that. But the DLC, I don't know if it's available. Maybe. Uh, but I think that season pass is around thirty bucks. Um, I'm pretty anti season pass. Yeah, it's um, terrible. I'm going to wait and see how this content reviews, and if it reviews well, and you know people seem to be digging it, I may hop in by the second or third DLC drop. I may just buy the season pass and do it that way. Uh, my uh, season pass experiences in the past have uh, largely been pretty disappointing, and it's a it's a trend that I kind of think is a bummer uh, right now. Is the whole season passing? It's not the fact that they're doing DLC. It's that, you know, the time frames are completely up in the air. You don't know when you're going to get content. And honestly, I'm the kind of person that I want to play a game when it first comes out. And odds are I'm just going to plow through that game in two or three sittings no matter what it is. And then I sit it down on the shelf and there's a very slim chance of me ever picking it back up. That's why I want to do this Dead Rising, you know, uh, nightmare run is that I feel like if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of uh, that's a good look at Dead Rising. Uh, you know, we've devoted a bit of time to that, uh, yeah. but I'll just kind of do a quick run of just some other things I've been playing. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Killer's Dead. Uh, bought that game the other day. It was on a super sale at the uh, the local uh, Game Go. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, pretty good um, in a way that's. It's a bad game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Way, way it's to sell funny. to the people. Way to sell to the people. It's funny because I've heard that described by this by, by this guy's by these guys' games before. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's, Suda Fifty One Grasshopper manufacturer game. Um, if you're uh, if you're familiar with games like No More Heroes, Killer Seven, yeah. uh, Shadows of the Damned, um, uh, Suda Fifty One makes kind of bad games. Um, but he makes games that have like just the craziest sensibilities about him, and I, I think that uh, Killer's Dead is definitely one of those. I mean, it's a game where you it, like half of the game is about hitting on ladies in bars and trying to you know get some, and the other half is about <laughs> you having a robot arm and being a 
some kind of weird assassin samurai dude, and you fight people on the moon. I don't. I don't understand why uh, he needs a sword and a robot arm. It's the, too much. I have been over this off the air, and I will do it on the air. It's, if you have a robot arm, arm, why would you not want a sword with the robot? You can arm? punch through people with the robot arm. But you that's can my cut argument. through people way better if you have a katana. I just, I just, I, I just think it's too much. Look, if you have a katana, it's awesome. If you have a robot arm and a katana, it's more awesome. I, I, I disagree. I think, I think it's too much. <laughs> well, I think to, that's why the game's terrible. We'll have to agree to disagree. <laughs> now, it, um, here's the thing. It looks great. It's got a great cell shape look to it. it it you know fits into yeah. the uh, it looks the most like killer seven any of his games ever had yeah yeah this is heavily cell shaded heavily stylized um it i think this even fits into the killer seven universe it, yeah if there's it, yeah it, i think it is it does fit into the to there because uh, it's directly killer is dead um i think it's kind of not even a a, a, a it's it's not so much a nod as it is a yeah this is a part of it as far as I could understand it yeah the, I just don't the, think you can directly uh, the, you know uh, acknowledge that because I think that uh, that franchise is owned by Capcom yeah the thing about his games it is a him right or is it a studio well, Suda Fifty One is a dude it's a dude it's a one manufacturer yeah a yeah that's it yeah, Suda Fifty One he's a, if there's anything about his games if there's one word to describe his games it's deliberate. Dumb. Everything that goes into his... Uh, well, that's debatable between... Thing, but everything that goes into his game design is always deliberate to the style he's trying to give. Um, I think it's probably because it's mainly designed by one guy. But, uh, you know... Well, here's the thing I'll say, uh, to kind of echo your point. Yeah. It, it kind of boil it down a little bit. All right. Tomonobu Itagaki... The guy who made the, you know, revamped the Ninja Gaiden series and made the Dead or Alive games. Yeah. Is somebody that he views himself as kind of like a Japanese rock star. Sure. But he has no eye for art. Okay. But he can make a game that plays like a son of a bitch. Yeah. And Suda51 can't design a great <laughs> game, like the actual yeah. mechanics of them. Right. But he has an eye for art and style. He right. is... All flash and very little substance, which is why a game like Shadows of the Damned, his previous game, um, he actually brought on Shinji Mikami, the guy that had revamped the Resident Evil series with Resident Evil 4. Sure. And he just, basically that game is Resident Evil with Suda51 insanity just draped all over it. It's like you filled up a pitcher of ice water, except instead of ice water, it's just Suda51, and he just, he's pouring that all over it, man. Making it it rain. I imagine it very multicolored and uh, sharp-lined and glittery. It's like a rap video. like very cel-shaded. He's spraying that 40, except it's Suda51 just all over the joint, man. There you go. Sounds disgusting. It's day up in here. Oh, gross. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, Killer is Dead is uh, it's it's a bad game that you shouldn't buy. But I'm having a really good time with it. Cool, uh, because that game is weird. There you go. Um, other than that, like uh, you know, that's all games are for, right? Totally. Have a good time. Uh, it's it's a game that I oftentimes just will pause and stare at for a while. Like I just played a <laughs> uh, part that's still fairly early uh, in the game. Uh, that's basically Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <sighs> what a weird game. Let's stop talking about that for a while. Um, I, I feel like I could just fall into an hour-long conversation about, I don't really get it, but it's awesome. Take the um, blue pill. Just keep going around in circles well, there's, for a while. There, There's obviously a, a fan base for it, because the guy keeps making games, and they keep giving him money to make games. So there's obviously something 
redeeming about it. I bet those games do fantastic in Japan, and I bet there's probably 100,000 people here in the United States like me that whenever he puts out a game, is like, yeah, 60 bucks, let's do this. (laughs) All right, sure. (laughs) I'm the disposable income, let's go. Um, You know, I rarely finish his games, with the exception of No More Heroes 2. I don't know if I've ever actually finished... Uh, one of his games, but I think they're all fascinating. Um, but yeah, like uh, on the Wii U, I've been churning out some some bangers lately. Uh, I'm playing uh, Super Mario 3D World on there. Uh, what an amazing game! Is it really that? It since Mario 64. That is interesting. I do not believe that Mario 3D Land was really really good. But I think this is better than that. Really? Um, this game is fantastic. It still does the four-player stuff that, like, the Mario, uh, the mm-hmm. New Super Mario Brothers Wii did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It still does the four-player stuff. Don't ever do any of that. Yeah. Um, and the first few worlds of that game, you're going to play it and go, this is just kind of boring and the that- levels aren't interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get later in that game, you get the hard okay. stuff. You know, okay. it, it's it where real. they... Yeah, it's where that game gets real. in uh, Kind of in the same way as, like, New Super Luigi U did this year. Okay. Uh, New Super Luigi U, that game is a high heel to the crotch, man. That game is wicked hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Gives you, like, 45 school. seconds to finish each level, and they're real long. That- <laughs> and the jumps are real crazy. <laughs> uh, with, with Luigi's wife is hard, man. That, that is interesting you bring up about the first few levels in um, um, the game. Um, Mario 3D. Yeah. Uh, You bring that up. Because I watched that game, and I see it getting all these unreal reviews, like, oh, it's so great, it's awesome, it's awesome. I I watch, I've played the first few levels, or like one of the first few levels, and I just, I don't, I'm not getting it. Like, it's just like... Cat Mario, dude. Yeah, Cat Mario's pretty awesome, but I'm just like, I've, you know... They look at the screen sometimes when they slide down the pole. If they they got the cat suit, they go, meow. They they do. (laughs) It's just like, I I feel like I'm just kind of meandering around around a world a little bit. It's not that impressive to me. Give give that game time. If if you get to it, because I've I've only played a little bit of it, and I've only seen a little bit of it, so it's, it's quite obvious that it must just boom out out towards the end. Yeah, I, I thought New Super Mario Brothers U was awful. It's yeah. like it, just like New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS. Yeah. Those games were crap. It, Way too easy, dumb, it's, boring. It, it's it's uh, a gimme game. Yeah, it's literally, hey, look at all the coins I can Lo- get. Lowest common denominator, just dumb stuff. It's uh, like it's like a bad Kirby game. Oh god. It is basically what it is. It's a it, bad Kirby just game. in the same way as Kirby games. There may be a lot of bad Kirby games out there, but when there's a good Kirby game, it's fun. real good. Something about the Kirby games. Good. Something about the Kirby games. They they do that whole like gimme. It's very simple, very childish. But you know what? You kind of expect it with a fluff ball as your main yeah. idea. No, dude, Epic Yarn. That game is oh, phenomenal. Oh, that's a great game. Don't, just, no, no, no. Epic Yarn is great. I, I love just want to get Yarn. into that world and, and just get and covered in all that weird denim and stuff that's in there. That, oh, but, it, but it's not. Oh, <laughs> you're making this awkward for everybody. But now. it's not. Ah, sorry. Game's great, <laughs> but it's not. But it's not difficult, is what I'm saying. It, there's no, there's no challenge in a Kirby game. It's literally how many of these jewels I can pick up, how many of this can I collect, uh, and and yeah. you know, they, the, the, the enemies basically kill themselves in those games. A canvas they, curse. It was on the original DS, though. Yeah, one of the first it? games that ever said, "Oh, that's why I bought this thing." Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, is Kirby has an element of fun to it, whereas the new Super Mario Brothers, it just, no, it's just, it it's, felt, it felt like, here's a hand-holdy crap, because if you play a Super Mario game, they're, they, they got decreasingly hard as it went along, but there are levels in Mario 3 that are just, that, that just, that they make you remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you remember 
uh, level seven. You remember uh, Pipe World. I don't, don't want to dwell on this to the hall. Uh, for too long, but that actually brings up a pretty good point. Um, it's something that's in the game. They they made a big deal of stars are back. And I was like, yeah. ooh, stars are back. Stars are back. Like, I, I hated, hated collecting those stupid coins. Yeah. But, uh, here, spoilers, the stars are basically the coins. Oh, it's they're not, not? They're not the invincibility? No, well, no. the the stars as in the uh, from Mario 64 collecting the 120 stars in the castle. Oh, that? Oh. Yeah, like there, there are green stars that are in this game that are basically just the coins. Oh, right, the green would, stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. they, they have the invincibility star in this game, but I, I was speaking directly, directly to, the, yeah, uh, like the, to the golden stars the that were in Mario right. 64. Gotcha. Well, they're in here, but they're just the same thing as that... As the stupid uh, the coins same... that were, and you got to have X number of them to unlock this next thing. Right. So they work kind of in theory like that. But the great thing about Mario 64 is that they got so much mileage out of their individual levels because there was five stars per level. Right. And, you know, it's like six. this time, six. Six. six and you need to go in this time and get the eight red coins, and then you need to go back in there and race this. Uh, you know this Koopa Troopa up this mountain, right? And right. you know, or you need to get the chomp off here, and he'll, yep. uh, you know, attack this star that's in there. Collect those are all from that same level, but yeah, collect- it's weird that I remember almost all the stars from it's, that one level. It's true, there. it's true. <laughs> collect um, the eight red coins. That's in all of them. You know, exactly. You know, if there was so much of that stuff. Uh, you know that I, that I really thought was great, and it got a lot of mileage out of those levels in Mario sixty four. Uh, they don't do that. So the the fact that the stars are back, not a big deal. Doesn't right. matter. Um, I wish that they were. I. But they just don't build levels like that anymore. Even though this is a 3D roaming around like Mario 64 kind of game, just like the Mario 3D Land or even New Super Mario Brothers, which is just a you know a side scroller, this is a point A to point B level. You know, there's a little bit of deviation to get the stars, but for the most part, this is a track and not a level like yeah. a big open mm-hmm. level. Um, so this is it's basically more like you're a slot car Mario as opposed to <laughs> uh, you know a free roaming like actual car Mario. But you know it's fine. Like I think that game's great. Uh, do I think it's a perfect ten or anything or you know a plus rating? I, I I I don't know. But if you're into Mario or have ever loved it before, and if you have a Wii U or looking for a reason to buy one, that's your game. Between Pikmin three, New Super Luigi U, uh, Mario 3D Land, uh, well, Mario 3D World, sorry. Uh, Zombie U, there, there's quite a few, you know, legitimate reasons to actually buy that system now, and I'm playing a lot of weird stuff on there uh, that, that's multi-platform that's probably way worse there just because, I don't know, I like holding that controller. I think it's great. I'm playing, uh, I bought the new Batman. I, I think you're Ar- the yeah, only Ar- person to say that. Yeah, you're, you're the only person I know that's played <laughs> Arkham Origins on on Wii U. You were the one sale. The, the one guy, <laughs> that one sale on there. Uh, uh, it's weird I didn't get it on sale. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's totally fine, though. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's kind of nice to hear that there there is some justification for the Wii U. I like that controller. Um, I think it's awesome. Yeah, um, it, the it, giant it was, screen controller? Yeah! It was I, the Wii U gamepad? It's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, other than the fact that that thing has the battery life of, like, a Game Gear. Oh, God. Yeah. Game <laughs> well, Gear. At least you know. it doesn't use double A's. Well, yeah, you know. Or let's, uh, but it, it, is, it is interesting because, like, what's always funny about the, about the, the, the Nintendo uh, peripherals and actual systems, peripherals have now become their system. Uh, it's, you know, the Wiimote is a peripheral, but it is the system itself. Uh, the Wii U is kind of a peripheral, but it is the system itself. Um, it, it, 
What's interesting about well, it is... Here's a weird juxtaposition to that. They, the 3DS was its own gimmick, yeah. but with the 2DS, they got rid of that They got rid gimmick. of that gimmick. Yeah. Well, now it's what just is a, that thing? Now it's just a Game Boy. Yeah. It doesn't even fold. But it's the sickest Game Boy ever, son! That thing is dope! <laughs> the 3DS, hottest platform have, on the planet I right have, now. I have an odd question, and yeah. this is this is could be way far off the rails and off topic. I Not allowed. Yeah, I as a kid. Yeah, I as a kid loved Pokemon. I bought new Game Boys. Oh, played dude, new X Pokemon. and Y, son. Woo. He's a Pokemon and, guy too. I have never. Why played have game. they never and ha- ever have come up with a MMORPG Pokemon game? I think that that would be That's phenomenal. Not their, to, first of all, I'll tell you exactly why. Nintendo is based out of Japan and not South Korea. True. Or China. True. Um. Or America. Japan willingly accepts the fact that they don't really get the internet because they don't use it the same way that we do. Um, yeah. Japan views the internet as an information resource and repository. We view it as an interaction tool. They just don't use it the same way. It's why the Xbox, among other reasons, which, you know, it's not sized for them. It's, you know, there's a lot of other things. But it's one of the principal reasons I would say the Xbox and the Xbox 360 never made sense uh, to Japanese consumers is that they just don't use the internet that way. It's like, oh, it's this big wide open thing and you can yeah. talk to all these people and communicate and become friends and share things. Why would I ever want to do that is what they would tell you. <laughs> yeah. um, it's why you looked at something like the PlayStation 3's network, which was designed by Japan, and said, man, the PSN is, it's cold. It's static. Yeah. It's personal. It's not public. Yeah. And then you look at what they did with the PS4, um, and from all, you know, it, yeah. for all intents and purposes, the online side of that system was designed by the, you know, Sony America. That is a much more social system. Yeah. You know, they got things like party chat. They got all these other things, you know, more friends. You can actually use your real names on PS4. Have you seen that? That's creepy. No. Yeah, no. You can have a thousand friends and you can actually send somebody a real name request if they're your friend. And it will actually display their real name. Oh, interesting. Um, but it's only by request? Yeah. So okay. it's not just like so, whenever you become friends, I see your name. Yeah. I have to send you a real name request and you have to accept it. Yeah. So there's still that kind of checks and balance there. But yeah, the, the to go back to the whole MMORPG uh, you know, uh, Pokemon game, it's they view Pokemon fairly hyperbolically. Um, it's for kids, and kids don't belong in that environment. And mm. if you built a game... That was centered around this kind of community, but it's aimed at kids. You can't have them communicating with each other because that could get potentially ethically murky yeah. of adults talking to children. Yeah. It's, it's the reason why friend codes existed and the, the reason why so much of the online side of Nintendo was just so kind of weird. Uh, it was directly tied to the fact that Japan just shies away from a lot of that. Um, I thought the question you were going to ask me is why they never made a real Pokemon game for a home console. Oh, um, that's the best question in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. That's true. But it's also got the most obvious answer. You know why they don't make a Pokemon game for a home console? Why is that? Because they would much rather you buy a 3DS. Yes. <laughs> that's so, true. It is. Sell more peripherals. That, yeah. is the se- that is the selling point. Well, if, if you you're... called them and said, hey, I have a Wii U. Why don't I get a Pokemon game on here? They'll yeah. say, well, you can give us 200 bucks and get a 3DS XL. But that did Oh. oh. Uh, I see what you did. Uh, that, that is. But it is sort of a thing. It, it's. It, it, as you said, when, it, when, it, when, a, when a new 
portable system comes out for Nintendo, you know there's going to be a new Pokemon on it. That is well, going to be a definite. Well, there will be. Th- there will be. A, there will be one, even if. Even if it's late, even if it's th- there will be a Pokemon on that game. Yeah, everybody. Know, even if it's not released here, but it always will be and now. Quick review corner now. Pokemon X and Y, fantastic. Well, there you go. Uh, and, and you know what? If you don't own a 3DS yet, just go out and buy a 2DS. Yeah. Screw it. Huh. Well, They're 129 bucks. You'll be able to get that and that uh, and the game for the same price as a regular 3DS. Get better battery life. You're not going to use a stereoscopic st- uh, 3D because that stuff sucks. Yeah. yeah. To, to your, point. I don't want my brain to bre- bleed and. <laughs> Come up my nose like the fifth <laughs> element. Or you just don't want your frame rate in your games to go to hell. Yeah. Because whenever you turn on the 3D in Pokemon, it goes to hell. Really? Is it <laughs> yeah. Terrible? Well, uh, to the point of the MMO Sorry. Pokemon. It's fine. No, no, it's fine. Uh, to the point of the MMO Pokemon, it, it I believe everything you said is uh, very accurate. Very, I, I believe it's, uh, it's very... Right. Thank you. I, I think it's. I'm, I'm dead serious. Like it, it's. It's a very good reason as to why they haven't. But it. It ultimately just kind of flies in the face of. Of why I, I've asked this question a lot too because there is so much to be made from that. Uh, not maybe not even just just money wise, but just there's there's a whole new community to make off of that. If there's anything that could penetrate that online gaming uh, culture, it is definitely. Bunch of cute little monsters fighting each other in a. Well, wh- they don't have a system that's pre- that's equipped to make that experience sure. happen. Sure, yeah. and they'll be damned if they're going to put that on the PC. <laughs> true. Well, that's, that's true. You and want well, a Japanese company to make a PC what? game? They would rather fall on their own <laughs> <But> sword. <laughs> as I'm saying, they have it. Like Japanese Japanese studios have adapted to uh, the influx of. Uh, U.S. media or U.S. sales. Uh, there have been games that have come out that I think really do kind of target more towards that and not towards their own. Certainly not, certainly not Square Enix. But <laughs> like, uh, yeah, but, but in, in the same light, I would I would say that 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 has happened. And but that kind of thought process is what's basically sunk Capcom. Has well, yeah. Well, trying to make all those Western games last generation, like Lost mm-hmm. Planet Two, like well, they, yeah. that was their attempt at Gears of War, and it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I heard it, it was terrible. That is true. Whenever yeah. a Japanese company, like it's, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that they don't get what we like because I want to play what they want to make. It's a good point. No, it's, absolutely. You know, it's the same thing as. You know, it's that time old argument of like you know Raiden and Metal Gear Solid Two. Well, it's not what I wanted. Let go and accept it. He made the game he wanted to make. He didn't make the game you wanted him to make. My problem is that he was not naked in the promos for that game. You just made this awkward for everybody. I did, absolutely did not because oh. everybody knows that when you're when you see Raiden, you want to see him naked because that's what everybody <laughs> remembers. So I just I, I, I think he's got mar- good abs. I I. I just you just be quiet now. I don't want to talk <laughs> to you for a while. You're in ti- you're you're in podcast timeout. All right, I'll oh. get in podcast timeout. I'm going to the void. I, 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 th- I think we all are. I think I think it's it's starting to get to that time. But yeah, uh, I, I, I think we're getting pretty close. I've got some other games. I you know I'll I'll just mention real quick. Uh, Blast those out. Real quick. I picked up the new Skylanders for PS3. Uh, the new Pokemon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Skylanders uh, Swap Force. Um, I fell into a real bad Skylanders hole uh, when the first game came out and bought every Skylander um, for some reason. I, I don't want to. I don't even know what to say right now. That's <laughs> bang out right, the rest. Moving I, on. I kind of want. I kind of want to get to a point. Uh, before... um, but yeah, like there, there's uh, some other stuff that I picked up. But yeah, not really anything to note. The new Assassin's Creed on PS4 is fantastic. 
Uh, ended up playing a whole lot of Call of Duty uh, Ghosts on the PS4 because Battlefield is broken uh, on the PS4 and Xbox One. I wrote an article about that for the site. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, that has been a uh, just a real sad song, that whole saga, with... Uh, with Battlefield 4, but yeah, I picked up those. Um, Forza 5, that's more of what you're looking for. It's probably one of the best-looking games out there on any system. Um, and, you know, if, if I had to throw a dart at a board, uh, the PS4, I will end this on a bombshell. Uh, I've talked a lot about the Xbox One. PS4, way better system, but I play the Xbox One about five times as much, if not more, than I do my PlayStation 4. That system needs some games, son. Yeah. <laughs> that system needs some games. Yeah. Well's yeah. drying up. Yeah. Well's drying up. Woo! It, it, it is a shame, and it's a testament to just what will happen, because of all the backlash that came out about uh, the Xbox One and the practices that people... A lot of controversy, whether you agree with what they were trying to do or not. A lot of controversy there. The pre-orders for when they had the lockdown for... You had to be online all the time. It's going to check your... It was soft. It's going to check your it thing. It was soft. It was soft. The, the, the pre-orders were soft as could be, but then when they started getting a lot... When they, when they retracted all that, whether you think that was a good idea or not, they retracted all that, um, and then they, then the library started to come out. They started to show, hey, we're going to have this, we're going to have that, we're going to have this, and a library started to show, and it blew PS4 out of the water. So it goes to show you that no matter how much bad press you're going to get, you can't beat the other system if you don't have games for your system. Well, and, and Sony, <laughs> uh, you know, cut their own throat this holiday. This is anecdotal evidence. Um, I, I I work for a national games retailer. Cut their throat uh, with millions uh, of copies still, millions of units still well, sold. Here, but, but I do I, have I something to saying. add here. Sure, like, sure. I, I work at a national games retailer as a part-time job in addition to what I do for reels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just uh, for the discounts. <laughs> sweet, sweet discount. Um, <laughs> just, just a place you can stop by and get games. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it's you can stop by there, pick up some games. Pick up some games. Which um, okay, cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. uh next to the game go um (laughs) but yeah uh i work there and the thing i'll tell you right now is that i think sony uh purposefully or inadvertently cut their own throat this holiday they sold a ton of systems but they could have sold way way more and i'll tell you this we sold more xboxes than we would have otherwise because nobody could get a playstation we were getting xbox shipments of 20 to 30 units Every single week, yeah. Bef- uh, between launch, which was a week earlier than the Xbox, uh, November fifteenth was when it came out. Until Christmas, we got like four shipments of PlayStation, maybe. And most of the shipments, with the exception of the first one, which was you know whatever our pre-orders were, which was seventy or ninety consoles, I whatever it was, it was, it was a bunch. Um, but all the shipments that were after that were like, here's five units. Yeah. So that they and, and we yeah. so we got maybe. You know, like a third of what we ended up getting of Xboxes. Who cares if we didn't sell every single <laughs> Xbox that we got? We yeah. had them to sell. Yeah, Microsoft trounced them in that way. I wouldn't be surprised. They if, anticipated the, the the demand. They anticipated I, it. I wouldn't be surprised if, at least in the U.S., if sales numbers came out and Microsoft didn't outsell PlayStation, even though demand was, was way the pro- way they, higher. They put the product out there. Uh, yeah. Did they to, falsely to increase demand? Yeah. Or did did they not have their channel set right? Or did Microsoft purposefully throttle their launch day quantities so that they could ship more, you know, like to you know like to keep I, them in stores yeah, more frequently? Sure. I don't know how it worked, but it was I it think, was pretty good marketing, and I feel like Microsoft ended up weaseling more sales out because I'm, you had to get your kids something this holiday, didn't you? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it out there. I'm gonna throw it out there just real quick. 
I'm going to get a little controversial here for that. I think one of the reasons they did that is because they actually anticipated uh, some of the bricking that occurred. Uh, a lot of those systems came out. There's a lot of things that go into that system for it to all work properly. I know you got one. All worked perfectly. Nice. Happened to millions of people. They all got one that worked perfectly. Some people, uh, the motherboard was out. It didn't, you know, came out. Some dead brick. There were bad HDMI it? ports. Bad, bad HDMI ports. The bad HDMI ports were huge because it was like the whole system works. But guess what? If you can't get that download, it's a $400 brick. It doesn't matter. And it's like uh, the... the a lot of them were a little bit less, like, oh, the connect didn't quite connect properly, or and, and so you couldn't do a few, like, certain things, like, oh, you couldn't turn on the TV, couldn't use all the interactive stuff. The Xbox which failures. Isn't, which isn't a dead thing. And it wasn't a huge bunch of failures, but I think that's probably one of the reasons that they anticipated that. They wanted to get those out there. They didn't want people sitting on their hands yeah. uh, with nothing to buy when they realized that, they're, that the new system they bought is a total brick. And you know, and and just to, to you know, to, to say that that it's it's kind of, it's kind of a good thing and kind of a bad thing because they were releasing a product. I think personally, realizing some of these are going to break, yet they're still releasing it. But they did anticipate it and and kind of supply the demand. This is all speculation. Don't yes. think that this yeah, is all I, fact. This is all a bunch of throwing spaghetti at the wall. It, it, it is. It's absolute conspiracy it, theory the, from me. The yeah. the one thing I, I I'll say to kind of end this conspiracy corner. Uh, is it's just what I've seen, um, you know, like based on the fact that you know only two of their three launch titles uh, that were disc-based games actually came out. Drive Club wasn't ready. It feels like uh, Sony kind of felt like they didn't have to come out guns blazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I felt like uh, you know just like with the Dreamcast, a lot of people didn't buy the Dreamcast. Because the PlayStation 2 was coming out. Yeah. So yeah. I think they felt like, well, if there aren't units on shelves, demand was so high coming out of E3, nobody's going to buy that Xbox. Yeah. You know, I, I think yeah, they yeah. felt like they still had that brand power like they were the day after E3. That's when true. They had that stupid press conference where people are cheering. Yeah! <laughs> 400 dude, are, Okay, yeah, it's four hundred bucks. But then, uh, I, my still my favorite part from that press conference is when Jack Tretton uh, tricked people and then said, "Yeah, and you're gonna have to pay fifty bucks to pay for, uh, play multiplayer." Really? Like, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. And Wait, I'm sure uh, by the time they got home, they went, "Did he say we have to pay to play online now?" It, it was kind of hypnotizing that one. Uh, it, it, it it was not because... since the people crying oh, at the Twilight Princess unveil oh, God. have I seen a more root. <laughs> Ridiculous moment at E3. Well, we we love Nintendo fans. It is uh, I do personally. I think they're hilarious. Um, I buy every so, Nintendo system, and I hate Nintendo. And, and, and <laughs> I, I, I cried about Twilight Princess too, but that's because I played it. So <laughs> that's I cried all the way through that playthrough. Never finished it. Um, he cried on the inside because he's a man. Uh, yeah, well, in the inside. You no, know, yeah. you don't show tears. Yeah, exactly. You got, you know, you, you got, you got women in the room. You, I, th- you know. I think, I think, Brandon crying is a is a good uh, wrap up point. Yeah, I for this. I one. bought a thousand dollars for the hardware uh, this Christmas, <laughs> and uh, uh, bought a bunch of games for them too, and a bunch of cheap stuff. I hope you guys uh, went out and got some great deals this Christmas. I'd love to have you guys write in, uh, you know, like us on uh, Facebook. Uh, and, uh, you know, write into us, send us messages, let us know what you got for Christmas. Did you get a new system? Did it work? You know, have you had any problems? Do your game, you know, do you have any problems with crashing? Uh, you know, what are your experiences? You know, or what's your favorite game for these new consoles? Uh, if I had to throw a dart at a board, I, maybe it's Dead Rising? I don't know. What's yours? Yeah. Um, so let us know. Uh, Brandon? Uh, yeah. Uh, let us know. We're gonna, we're gonna be having a Facebook page. 
fan page going up for Video Destruct. We already got one up for the Schmoz cast. Yeah, that'll be up by the time you hear this. Video Destruct uh, uh, Facebook page will be up. Go ahead and yeah. like us on there, and uh, feel free to go ahead and start uh, posting on that page. Um, you know, yeah. let us know what games you like and things like that. Uh, questions for the podcast. Uh, by the next time that we do this, uh, we'll have email addresses set up uh, for both the Schmozcast and the Video Destruct podcast. We swear, we swear, they'll be up. Yes, I promise. Maybe <laughs> hell or high water. <laughs> Even if we have to delay the next podcast. Damn it, GoDaddy, give me those emails. Anyway, uh, Eric, damn it, Dan- it Danica Patrick. <laughs> right. You yeah, wrap it up with anything? Uh, again, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to get everything up and running. We know it's beginning, and we, we appreciate y'all listening in. Uh, I'm going to get a uh, hopefully a Twitch TV account going, so we can do some. I can do some streaming of uh, a, little, a little Daisy. Um, maybe start a survivor survival. My journal. favorite rapper, Daisy. Yeah, yeah, Survi- yeah. A survival journal. A, a, a survival <laughs> journal. Say that in five times fast. And little things like that, they're going to be coming and going. So, again, bear with us. We're going to add content, try to add content every day. Yeah. Um, I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, Absolutely. We're all getting reviews. And, again, guys, th- thanks for listening. And we really, really, really appreciate your uh, support and liking us on Facebook and, and giving us a good push. Yep. Can I do the Hollywood ending of this? Sure. All right. Hollywood it up. All right. Next time on the podcast, we'll be here. And we're going to run wild on you. Is That That was a terrible ending. That's Believe in the Eric, show. bring it in. Believe in the shield. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the wrestling podcast.